it is officially the state championship edition of the Rocktown Sports Pod, Rockingham County's only all-local sports podcast. And joining me, Jim Sacco, editor at Daily News Record, is Cody Elliott, preps writer. Cody, we have two teams alive, both girls' basketball teams, going for state titles. In 3A, it is the Spotswood girls going for back-to-back and their fifth? Sixth. Sixth state championship. And then in 2A, it is Luray playing in the state title game for the first time on the girls' side. Uh, when you look at some of the talent they'd have, that, that's kind of in the past. That, that's surprising. very surprising that this is the first time. Uh, Cody, let's start with Spotswood girls. Uh, big state semifinal win uh, on Tuesday to get them to this point. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was really the first time all year that I'd seen them kind of um, respond to some adversity. They'd have other games throughout the postseason where they might – it was close in the first quarter, and you could kind of ask them a little bit about the adversity they faced. But really, this one—I mean, they were—they looked completely, you know, shook out there on the court and didn't look like themselves at all in that first quarter. Um, they were in a in a pretty rowdy um, environment um, at Kingsport High School. Uh, a ton of Lakeland fans, of course, the boys team was playing right after them in a double in the double header against Western Albemarle. So just a, a really rowdy crowd, and um, they really—they just did not look comfortable from the start. And, you know, Spotswood came out there, and, and it, it kind of looked like it, it could be one of those nights. And then all of a sudden, um, in third quarter, uh, you saw one of those Spotswood runs that they always go on. And, um, you know, Stephanie Erkirk found her comfort spot. Uh, Rebecca Weaver, Abby Brand, or Lexi Benedict-Court, and they all kind of took over. And then it was back to normal, and, um, you know, Spotswood kind of coasted from there. And, and they're facing a familiar foe now in last year's state semifinal, I believe it was, uh, at Eastern Mennonite University. Uh, they, they beat Lord Botetot, uh in a pretty close game that wasn't decided until like the last minute if i'm not mistaken it was uh they kind of used a run in the third that bridge into the fourth quarter to kind of pull away in that one uh i mean is this is, is this familiarity who, who does this familiarity you know give the advantage to yeah and if you and actually the year before that they actually met in the playoffs as well and and they eliminated spots with that year so these two teams have kind of formed a little robbery um over the past few years um two two really good coaches two ve- veteran coaches um, it's going to be interesting to see how this one works out. Lord has kind of been on a collision course, course with Spotswood all year. Um, and, and these two teams, I mean, they they exchanged film. Um, Chris Dotson talked about that he probably knows Lord Botetot better than somebody who knows the teams in the Valley. Um, so these two teams are really familiar with each other. Um, everybody's kind of been waiting on this matchup all year long. Um, and now we'll, we'll finally get to see it on Friday night at 6th and Richmond. Uh, you expected a big crowd for, down there for that one? I do, I do. There was actually a pretty good crowd in Suffolk, concerning the three and a half hour drive. Um, there was there was quite a few people there, um, and then of course now you know that's that's almost become an annual uh, tradition almost for the Spotswood folks. So uh, I'd say you know they'll bring a big crowd, and I'm sure they'll come and support the Ray girls on Thursday as well. The uh, Ray girls, I mean the, the Thursday, and and they're facing Gate City, uh, which is also going to do the same thing that I believe Ray has done, which is cancel all classes to make sure everyone gets down there. <laughs> uh, and I'll guarantee, I bet your bottom dollar Gate City in Scott County does the same so this should be a good matchup i think do you know much about gate city so far i didn't know that they've had a really really tough schedule on um, they've, they've got one division one player who has some offers from radford and a few others um they have you know i think the most losses of any team in the state tournament but that's because of the schedule they face they face some teams from tennessee that were really good a team from georgia um and then as well as a lot of those class three and class two powerhouses that are already down there with central wise union all those schools um so they've certainly you know that that's a 
area has dominated the Class 2 scene on the girls' basketball side for quite some time now, especially with Central Wise and some of those schools. So, um, you know, I expect a really good team, and I think this will definitely be Luray's biggest test yet. Uh, what do we know about Luray? And, and I know we talked a, we talk a ton about uh, Emily Weekly, uh, but she sat out a lot of that game, uh, state semifinal, in foul trouble, and that team still managed to pull it off. Yeah, I mean, they're a young team that I think a lot like Turner Ashby was around here. They were, they're kind of ahead of the curve a little bit. They have no seniors, or I think they just have one senior who plays a reserve role. But they, um, you know, they're all going to be back next year. And so to see this team now win 20 in a row and be sitting at 28-1 or 29-1, whatever it is, going into this game, I don't think it's something anybody ever envisioned. Um, but, you know, they're, they're playing as well as anybody. And, and it weekly kind of leads the way. But, you know, they've got Brindley Burrell and Jaden McClung and all these different girls who've kind of bought into their roles. And all together they've formed a pretty good team. And, and it's one of those situations where I'm sure they're out. They're going out there uh, in that uh, state championship game Thursday down in uh, Richmond. Uh, that's at twelve thirty, right? Twelve thirty, yeah. Uh, you know, with their eyes on on winning the ultimate crown. Uh, but I mean, they're kind of set up the A B back C or and B repeat if they do win it tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's a, almost a win win situation for them because even if they they come up short, which obviously nobody's going to sit there and say that that they they want that or they're going to be happy with that. But if they do, and once they're able to kind of look back, I mean, you've got to be happy and and be optimistic about what the future holds for a team like that. Uh, and then looking back on the the team that, and you know, I think. We kind of talked about this that the state semifinal game was probably the state championship game, and that was uh, East Rock falling to John Marshall uh, by thirty points. If I'm not, was it thirty points? Thirty four, yeah. Thirty four points. Uh, tough end for for Kerry Keys' squad, but again, here's a team that's got a lot of youth. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a tough um, test for anyone against that John Marshall team. I don't expect the championship game against Gate City to be close either. Um, and, and talking to Kerry a little bit last night, the game, uh, you know, he said he thought it was a, a closer game than what the score indicated. He felt like his guys battled, um, just didn't knock down shots. So um, tough end. But again, you know, that's another team with, you know, you, they lose Tice McNair at the seat at the point guard spot. But other than that, they got a lot of talent coming back there with Nickel obviously leading the way. Um, then Kyle Evick, Cooper Keys, um, Xavier Butler. So that's another team that you've got to be excited about the future and all the success they had this year. Hopefully they can build off of it. And, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to see kind of another program, much like the East Rock football team, that's kind of built a little bit um, just that winning tradition, and they're able to, to maintain that on a year-to-year basis. Uh, Cody, what's the? you'll be down there for both these championship games. What's the Twitter handles? People can follow you. Uh, Cody underscore DNR Sports. And so you'll be play-by-play, and you'll have quarter-by-quarter quarter, quarter updates, your usual shindigs. It's always fun to follow you on Twitter when you're doing that. And then on Facebook, you're at? Uh, Cody... Daily News Record Sports. There's a comma in there, isn't There's there? There's a comma. Cody, comma, Daily News Record Sports. And, of course, I'm there. He tweet, He puts all his stories out and lets people know what he's got coming and what he has been doing. Cody, safe travels down to Richmond, my friend, and enjoy the games. Yep. Thanks, man.